Blog Talk Radio. Down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota, and the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea. Or tomato juice, you'll see No potato juice Cause the planners down in Santa's All say no, no, no The politician's daughter Was accused of drinking water And was fined the great big $50 bill They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Everybody, this is Jory and the Coffee Psychic, your host, and this is your Psychic Connection. Um, this is a live call-in show, so of course many of you know that um, when you call in, uh, we just ask that you limit your questions to one question, be as specific as possible. Uh, of course, there's a lot of people that call in to get a free question answered. So, and and not only that, but if you guys have any psychic stories you'd like to share, again, this show is about you. So if you have anything crazy or weird that's been happening, just let us know. All right. So um, I like to go over the things that have been happening lately, um, you know, the psychic things. And I will I will tell you a, a little sharing with you. I am a great-grandmother now, so we've got a little um, 
beautiful baby that just came into the world and our family, and it's very exciting. So I thought I'd give you a, a little, uh, give her a little hoot and holler out there. So we're going to go to the first caller, and again, this is kind of an open, open question kind of thing. I'm going to be reading the coffee tonight, the tarot. I've got my yin yang sticks out. I've got my ruin stones out. So if you guys have a preference, you let me know which uh, vehicle of uh, divination you'd like me to use tonight. Alrighty, all right, here we go, guys. Let's see who's online. Hello, caller. Hello. Hi, who is this? Hi, this is Yvonne. Yvonne, hi, this is Jorianne. Where are you calling from, Yvonne? California. California. Okay, what specific question do you have tonight? Um, do you see me getting a new apartment? Okay. Let's take a quick peek here. Now, have you already started looking for apartments, honey? Um, no, not yet. All right. All right. Let's take a peek here. All right. So I'm going to use the coffee for Yvonne. So when I do the readings, when I do the regular readings, I do the coffee, the tarot. I get information from the spirit guides and angels. Sometimes your dead relatives come in. Um, okay. In your coffee right now, you've got a lot of bubbles here. But I do want to ask you, have you been having any difficulties with somebody like they want you to leave? Oh, like from where I live? No. Yes. No. No, no issue like that. Okay, good, good. Well, uh, this is what I want to tell you. I want you to to be careful for something like that later on then because it looks like here's this environment and then it looks like somebody was pushing somebody. So unless Uh there's been a complete situation where somebody did get pushed, um, if that's not the case, just be really careful with something like that, okay? Okay. And also, aren't you pretty psychic yourself, Yvonne? I I feel like I am, and I'm not sure if you can pick up on this energy or not, but a few years ago I was getting, uh, seeing like messages from people um, like spirits through people, like they would come up to me like strangers and say they know this about me or they know this and that. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know if it's just that's part of being psychic, but I'm, I receive a lot of messages from you besides seem like. Well, when I look in your coffee, Yvonne, honest to God, there's like a lot of dead people around you. And when oh, that normally okay. happens, that means that they know that you're psychic and intuitive, so they're trying to message you or give you information. Sometimes they'll use you to pass information on to other people as well. Okay. Got it. Okay. And by chance, have you been seeing things out of the corner of your eye go to look and nothing's there? Yes, especially in my teen years. I haven't lately, but especially in my teen years, I used to see uh, the shadowy people with shadow figures around me a lot. Yeah. Well, let me share with you, <clears throat> when you're looking at, you know, what you're calling the shadowy people, many times um, we call them shadowy people because they're not showing up clearly in their astral body. So uh-huh. the astral body is a complete replica of what you look like in your human form, okay? Okay. And sometimes, let's say if you're not used to 
seeing people in their complete human form, they might show up as this shadow because you're actually seeing like their, you know, pretty much their soul. Yeah. Okay? Or their astral body, but you're just not seeing it clearly. But, you know, okay. many psychics see both, like the, the shadowy figures and also clearly as, an, you know, a complete astral person standing there. So uh, if you're seeing one, just start focusing as though you can see more. Yeah, I'm cancel that. Focus that you can see the entire body, the dress, the clothes, things like that. Sometimes instead of you seeing it, you'll sense it or feel it. Now, okay. I clearly have a picture of a man standing around you right now that loves you very, very much. And I don't know if you had a, a dad or a grandfather pass away, but I get a man standing right with you. Well, recently, well, it's the only one I've really been close with that passed over. And he passed away last year in March, around March 16th. And who was that to you, honey? My uncle. Beautiful, beautiful. Nice-looking man, right? Yes. And I, I'm assuming he had dark hair only because he's showing me that he had dark hair at one time. Yes, he did. Okay. And also, now I'm going to move on to one of our next callers because the call line is uh, starting to fill up. But um, is it somebody's birthday recently, Yvonne? Because I'm hearing a happy birthday wish. Um, yes, it was recently. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, this is what I want to tell you. You'll get your apartment if you if you start pursuing it and if you want to start looking for it, but it doesn't seem to me like you have to go right now. It no, cause, like um, because I live with my sister right now, and um, she doesn't mind me staying with her. We don't have any kind of... Um, bad issues or bad blood between each other. So, um, no, I I can stay with her long long as I mean everything's good right now. So, but I just want my own place. So I was just when you see right. anything like right. that. Well, it doesn't seem like you have to go, but if you pursue it, you will find one. All right. Okay. Great. Thank you so much, and I hope you have a great night. And if you want to give us any feedback later on, give us a call. All right, thanks, Yvonne. All right, let's see who's next online. Hello, caller. Hey, Julia, this is Esther. Esther, how are you? I am so good. And I first of all, let me call you, let me say thank you so much for the advice you gave me. You always are on key. Uh, remember that one job I applied for, you said I was 85% chance. Well, I didn't get that one because they haven't called me, but I think they're having money problems. But remember when I told you, I asked you, did, um, do they come back? And if, if I think if the job comes back, it's probably meant to be. Well, one of my yeah. jobs came back, and it's the one that I really, well, it was the Bulls, but this is another one that's called the Windy City Bulls. It's like a, a smaller version. It's an open estate. That's where they locate it. So I'm going to apply for that and pray that I get that one. That's it's a community relations position. What do you think? Well, this is what I'll tell you. <clears throat> My encouragement is, um, you know the book, The Secret, right, Esther? Yep. Yep. I do. Okay. I know. I I strongly encourage that you start using the techniques of the secret and okay. um, 
And also, my red tapered candle upside down prayer really, really works. And um, let's say that you want a specific job. Well, I always tell people, try not to put, you know, anyone's name on it. Just keep seeing yourself having an amazing job that you love. This is the best thing that's ever happened to you. Right? right. And yeah. then also, ask using that red tapered candle, burning it upside down, ask God to remove any and all negative energy that's getting in your way of getting an amazing job. Okay. Okay. And then let God do that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Because God, what? Let him lead me there because... Because God might have something greater in mind for you. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, when the red paper candle, is that on your website? Because I forget how to do it. You know, I'm not sure if it is. And if it's not, I will have to put it up there because it's a prayer that is so powerful and, um, you know, for those people that don't believe in prayer, uh, which most of you guys do because you're calling up a psychic for heaven's sakes, come on. And psychics <laughs> are all about the spiritual world, that which you can see and that which you cannot see. And that's, that's the area that prayer has fallen. So, and I, I just want to say this to you. Uh, let me see. I think it was, um, it was Carolyn Mace who had this experience that occurred. She heard of this woman who was in a car accident. And so it was, um, God, you know when we're on the expressway and suddenly everyone, the traffic is all being held up and people were getting frustrated? Well, a woman, several cars up, got rear-ended and uh, knocked unconscious. And, you know, sometimes people are getting crabby because they've got to get to work, they want to get here, want to get there. And, it, you know, and then there's this thing called compassion, right? So right. this one woman went, right? So this one woman was in her car, several cars back, and she was praying and praying and praying for this woman who had the accident. Now, interestingly enough, weeks, weeks or months later, the woman who had been in the car accident came to this woman's house and said, Hi, I'm the lady that you were praying for that had the car accident. And she said, how did you even know that I had been praying for you? How would somebody know that, Esther? Come on. Like we don't right. know. Like, hey, hey, I'm praying for her, right? Right, exactly. So, yeah, so this woman said when she was knocked unconscious, she was literally outside of her. She was able to get outside of her body, and she um, saw this white light coming from this lady's car, like going up and then this other energy shooting down to her. And so I might have, you know, um, yeah. So that's pretty much what happened. And if you guys find that, you know, that story on Carolyn Mace's and Carolyn Mace's book, that's where I got it from. It's really fascinating. Energy is energy is energy. Prayer is prayer. It's like if you pray for somebody, you're literally putting fuel in their gas tank. So if you're praying for yourself, you're asking for God's intervention to come in and help you with a situation. And when you're asking that negative energy be removed from a situation, that's what the red candle does. You know, you're asking for God to step in. Please, Lord, help remove this negative energy so I can have this. You know, and I always say, add or better according to God's universal plan. So when somebody's even looking for a love relationship, just like your specific job, what I say is that this is what you want is this human being, but what if God has something greater and more magical for you? Correct. Right? Okay. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you want to say, Lord, please, 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 I need this job. You know, please help me uh, and remove the negative energy that's getting in my way of having an amazing job. And if it's this one, God, thank you. Or if it's something greater, you know, I'm I'm ready. Okay, so would you put that on your website? Because <laughs> I, I can, I can. Candle part. I love yes, you. Me, thank you. I look for it. I love you too. Thanks, Esther. All right, baby. I look for it tomorrow. <laughs> okay, thank you. Oh no, then no, no, no. Let's do it this way because I don't know if I'll be able to do it by tomorrow. Because I'm actually, okay. I actually have somebody else do that for me on the website. So what you want to okay. do, is you guys, for all you guys listening tonight, and this is good, Esther, because other people need it. So you know you have your red dinner candles that when you're having a very elegant dinner, of course you put candles on the table, right? So you want to get them from Walgreens or CVS or wherever, and then these need to be specifically red. So what you're going to do is you're going to lay the candle flat on the table in front of you. You're going to take a kitchen knife and you'll cut up about an inch from the bottom. Then... Instead of it, instead of you putting it back in the candle holder, standing it straight up, you're going to flip it upside down now. And then people say, well, Jorianne, how can I possibly get the small end of the candle to stick in the candle holder? Well, of course, you know, we can't. So what we have to do is we have to burn the wax, burn the candle at one end and allow the wax to drip into the candle holder, filling it up. And then you gently put this candle inside the candle holder, of course, of course upside down, and then you hold it, hold it until it solidifies. Now that it's standing straight up, then you burn the candle, which is, of course, it's upside down because you're reversing the energy from negative to positive. Okay. okay. All right. Got it. So it's like bottom, bottoms up. <laughs> okay. Got it. Good, and then take olive oil and wipe the outside of the candle with olive oil because that's calling dress, that's called dressing your candle. Right. Okay. Okay. So let, let it drip into the let it drip into the candle holder, and then where's the wick? The wick, oh, remember, has been exposed from the bottom now. Remember, you pulled that wax off of the bottom of the candle, and the bottom of the candle is now the new top. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's why I shaved it. Right. Yes. Oh, got it. So now got it's it. upside down, and now there's a wick at the at the new top. At the at the top, got it. Yes. Okay, yes. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. Perfect. Thank you, Julianne. All right. You're welcome, Esther. You have a great night. I will, baby. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, you're welcome. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> Hey, you guys, you should really try that candle magic. It's what it's called. It's called candle magic. And I had used that years and years ago. And, you know, uh, when I was becoming a psychic years ago, I I just said, you know what, I don't know if I believe in all this stuff. You know, I'm very spiritual. I I believe in God very deeply. And uh, many years ago I wanted to be a nun. So for me, a lot of this stuff was hocus pocus. I didn't know if I believed in it, but... Somebody showed me how to do the candle prayers years and years and years ago, and I've been doing them ever since. And um, this one day I knew I was having trouble with a family member, and I didn't put any names on this. It's just that the energy was heavy, and I'd been feeling sad and stuff like this. So I ended up, I burned three of these candles upside down, 
in the in a triangle, always for me representing God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So I burned these three candles upside down. And you guys always want to remember, when you are burning candles, you want to be fire safe. So either you're going to stay in the room while the candles are burning down, or you're going to put them out and then turn them back on when you return to the house. So anyway, my candles burnt down, and I'm telling you, you literally can feel a difference in the air. So I ended up going ahead. I had to go for for a ride. And by golly, I ended up being very close to my sister's house, and I thought, what the heck? It's my sister. We hadn't talked for a while. So I just drove up to the house uh, to see if we could chat, and it really, truly was like magic. Whatever negative energy was there, it was gone. We had a completely clear communication. All the cards were on the table, and we walked away just the best of friends again. And it's really funny how sometimes, you know, family members will have some upsets. And, you know, and then you always have to pray, let's let's get through this and um, refresh the relationship. Anyway, so that to me was a miracle in the first place. Secondly, when I had gotten home, there was a stolen piece of merchandise returned to my house sitting on my couch. And I was going like, oh, my God, how did it get back here? And then the person told me. So... Um, it's it's pretty interesting what we can do when we really work with the energies and moving things around. And we don't even know why we're being blocked from something. Sometimes I believe that we're being blocked from something we might want because we're not supposed to have it and something better is going to come along. And then sometimes we can be being blocked because we've got negative thoughts in the way or sometimes it's just, you know, the astrology, where are your stars, you know, what lessons are you learning, but when we're able to move the energy around, really great things happen. So consider checking out that candle magic prayer and see if it works in your life. All right, and good luck with that, Esther. I want some feedback. All right, let's see who is next online. Hello, caller. Yes, hello. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Who is this and where are you calling from? This is Regina. Hi, Regina. Where I'm calling are you from calling Georgia. from? Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Well, what's on your mind, Regina? Yes. Um, can you pick up anything about um, a career opportunity? Uh, I'm working at the moment. Um, I just finally found something maybe two months ago. Okay. But it's, it's just temporary and it's supposed to end next month and I'm trying to see what's the next step. Okay, let me take a peek here. Now, um, do you have any dogs around you, Regina? Any animals? No, the last one I had was last year. Okay, well, for some reason, I'm seeing animals around you. So remember I'm saying that. Now, I don't know that that has anything to do with your career, but I am seeing animals here. Okay? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And also, I don't know if you were interested in doing any kind of body work, like whether it's massage, acupressure, uh, or anything with healing work. Has that been an interest for you? No. Okay. Do you know, have you been getting massages or body work, honey? No. I mean, I just thought about maybe body work, but it's not body work, but I I do makeup on the side. I know that's part of the body, but I don't know if that's... part of the body. (laughs) 
Yeah. I don't know if no, that's you know what? what you're picking up. I mean, it's completely okay. I mean, you'd be touching people's bodies anyway that way, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So just consider mm-hmm. that, yes, that is part of the body. I'll, I'd look at it a little differently, but I kind of, I kind of want to say to you that I believe at a later time you may be doing more with the body. So you're beautifying the body right now. Whether mm-hmm. and this doesn't have to be in the moment, right? You know, by the way, this could be five or ten years down the line. But this could be something where you start doing yoga, where you start doing. It really occurs to me that the body, like you're going to get into the body more than what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you can okay. see that yet, but it's it's always good to ask right. a couple different psychics the same question, and if we're all picking up that same energy. Then and I mean you it's you know you still have free will free choice to say hey I'm interested or you know that wasn't on my mind but I really see right. you getting more in, into bodies and stuff. Mm. And then yeah what about because the service? I, go ahead I'm sorry yes and all about service oh yes, yes. Uh, I was gonna go when you said service because right now the job I work is in the healthcare field but it's more on the um, like coding and data, that side. Got it, got it. Yeah, when I when I feel your presence, Regina, you almost feel like you could be a minister, okay? And it could be mm. that this could be like you could have your own ministry, like, um, gosh, I mean, I know I might be uh, sounding a little extreme here, but, you know, have you ever thought about working on dead people? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. So, so just know that you know, with your makeup, there might be something that you're able to do. I don't know if you'd consider working in a funeral home or not, uh, but that just kind of popped into my head. Um, yeah, that would be that would be fine with me because I know um, that's a good field to go into, and you know. It's a funeral every day. <laughs> so, yes, ma'am. Yes, not, ma'am. I mean, you know, that's just real True. life. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> Stop and think about it for the ladies, even for the men. I mean, first off, when yeah. you know, when we do cross over, when our spirit leaves the body, we have been attached to this body for a very long time, and especially if we've had our hair done, our nails done, stuff like this, you know, our appearance mm-hmm. is important to us. And not only that, you've got the, you know, um, the surviving family members that wants their relatives to look their very best at their last party, which is true. That is true. That that's is so true. true. And yes, that's ma'am. funny that you and then that's still touching the body because it's a body laying in the casket. So, I mean, yes, ma'am. it seems like it's connecting <laughs> in it that is, kind of way. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny. Yes, so. I want to share this with uh-huh. you. It's kind of funny because a lot of people, when they think they're talking to a psychic, it's like the psychic is supposed to know everything, like in a flash. And I just right. want to let people know, when we're doing this work, we start getting threads of information that pop in. So for me, it's like my head is like an airplane landing pad in which bits of information just keep getting thrown into the bucket, so to speak. And I have to look at each piece, and I'm going to say, well, oh, this is what they're showing me. Oh, this is what they're showing me. Right. um, So that's where I get, like, the dead spirits and the coffee and stuff like this. 
Mm-hmm. And I would have to venture to say there's got to be somebody around you that has some hip problems because I'm seeing hips in the coffee. Does that make sense to you yet? Yes, my father. Very sorry, and thank you because that's what's showing up in the coffee. So with the things I was picking up with you, Regina, there's a lot of options that stand in front of you. And I think sometimes what happens is we don't always, um, like, expand ourselves to see what other things we can do with our talents. Um, You're very talented at what you do, by the way. um, Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, Do you do kids' parties also, by the way? Um, I used to do, um, like, red carpet events and weddings and uh, just any special event. I mean, I would like to get in pageants and things like that, but not kids' mm-hmm. party. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't done that. Okay, so that would be a matter, really, for you to just sit here and make a decision. Do you want to do that on the side? And then I really do. <laughs> Yes, I yeah. really do. I want to get in that more, but I know I need something more consistent at the moment. That's why I took this job, just to yes. have some consistency, um, yes. even though it doesn't pay as great, but it gives me the consistency of having money flowing until yes. that yes. can pick up to something more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, again, there may be an opportunity of you getting into some sort of medical environment something like that, and then okay. you'll be able to do your work on the side, the extra work on the side, okay. which I think and will that's... go very well. Okay. I'm going to have to look into that, especially with the funeral homes and see. Yeah, it would be kind of cool, can... right? Right. It would be because, you know, you can charge and you're self-employed. So, I mean, I won't charge arm and leg, but I know what my worth. So, and right, if I right, do a right. good job, I know they'll keep me. They'll be like, could you come do this and do this person? Sure. Why not? Totally, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can actually even let people know when you do um, when you do your own clients, you can actually let people know that, um, that you do things uh, at funerals. Now, of course, you'd have to explore this industry um, and mm-hmm. find out how they do it and or do you have to be certified or what that looks like? But, you know, you're right. on, you already have the basics down, so. Right. Yes, I'm going to certify as a professional makeup artist, but I know some people go into the funeral career as an embalmer or mortician, and they have to take that special, you know, um, for makeup. I know that yeah. much, but I don't know if they do it just, just you don't have to do the whole funeral career path and you just want to do that part. I mean, if I could find something like that, that'd be great. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm going to tell you a story about my sister when she died, and um, so I'm sharing this with everybody. I'd like to say don't tell anyone, but you know everyone's hearing it. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> right. so we went through a terrible experience when my sister passed away. She had a heart transplant, and it and it didn't work. So it was pretty sad for us. And um, anyway, so what happened was when we you know, we got her body home, and, of course, she was in the casket. And right before she died, the people at the hospital had um, canceled it. Right before she died, the people at the hospital had washed her hair. She had had it dyed right before going to the hospital. 
and oh. and it turned out dark, darker than what she wanted. And so, because when she was alive, we were talking about it. She was frustrated that it wasn't her. It was darker brown than her lighter brown. So she was dealing with that already. So then now uh-huh. here, here she is. She's passed away, and her body is at the the last viewing. Everyone's going to be coming coming and seeing her. And I looked at her face, and I'm like, what in heaven's name did they do with her makeup? You know, right. her makeup uh-huh. looked terrible. They didn't oh, do wow. her lips right. So I had a tube of lipstick in my pocket. Uh-huh. And I went up to my sister's body and I went to correct the mistakes that they made. Now, let me tell you, I knew nothing about putting makeup on a dead person because it's not real makeup, you guys. It's paint. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here and suddenly, sad to say, part of her paint came off of her face. And I'm like, ah, what did I do? Dude. So here's my poor oh, dead no. sister. I'm telling you, Regina, this oh woman was coming God. at me from af- from beyond the grave. I'm sitting there going like, oh, my God. Now there's a little bit of black on her lips, and I'm going like, oh, my God. So now I've got to go to the funeral director and confess, this is what I right. did, help me. And so uh-huh. he said, I'm sorry, ma'am, we can't do anything to fix that now. We're going to have to wait until oh after the services are done, and then we'll have it fixed for tomorrow. So I'm feeling guilty the whole night. Do you know how right. many people came up talking about how ignorant it was that somebody was smoking cigarettes over my sister's body and got ashes on her face? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is old. <laughs> so, <laughs> so people, people were always frisking me before going to, you know, funerals. You don't have to right. you, do you? You're not going to mess with their makeup, are you, Jorianne? I'm like, no, I learned my lesson. Learn your lesson, definitely. <laughs> and I know when I die, my sister's going to be up there giving me a good what for, let me tell you. <laughs> too funny, too funny. Yes, she is. Oh, wow. Yes, she okay. is. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you know, having your last, your your big last party, you're sitting there, your body is there. And, you know, a lot of dead people are still at that funeral, well, you know, I mean, when we right. leave the body, we're not always just jumping out and ascending. You know, most mm-hmm. people stay and they sit there and they watch their family and friends. And I don't know if any of you guys take pictures at funerals, but I do. And there have been many times where we've captured orbs. There's things around the caskets. It's very, okay. very cool. Yeah. So it should yeah. be fun, Regina, if you really want to get into industry. And you'd have to call me back, too, and let me know what certification. I mean, do you have to become a mortician to do the face or, you know, the, right. the face work, or do they hire people out? I, but, you know, find out and let me know, would you? I sure will, because it's, it's always been something that I want to try anyway, even though I have the school for the makeup design, but... I know it's just a little different for the funeral homes, and I'm, it is. if I do find it, because <laughs> I don't want I that. that happened. <laughs> Sadly to say. Exactly. And I want to yes, make exactly. everybody look flawless. <laughs> well, she didn't get night. Oh, God, I was so embarrassed. That's exactly. okay. She loves me. I love her. She's a cool dead sister, that's, so that's fun. She talks to me. She that's comes good. to me. Very cool. Okay, that's great. <laughs> it was oh, really wow. good talking with you tonight, honey. And I it wish was you good all the talking to you, too. All, all right, right you too. And I will call you back. Thank you, Dorian. Sounds great. Have a great Thank night. You, honey.
You too. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so remember, guys, when you go to funerals and if you don't like their makeup, don't do anything about it. Make sure you go to the funeral director and let them know something doesn't look right. Because, again, I found out, and and I know I have to laugh because, um, I mean, what did I know? I didn't mean to do anything wrong to my sister. <laughs> She's a great person, but... But um, I think she's forgiven me, so that's cool. All right, well, let's see who's next in line here. Hello, caller. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who is this? Uh, uh, my name's Liz. Hey, Liz, how are you tonight? Um, okay. Good, good. And you're in Indiana, right? So what questions do you have for us tonight, Liz? Uh, my question is I am in between of either – going back to school to finish my master's for counseling or just forget it and move on to something else. Okay, let me take a peek at your coffee. You know what I'm hearing the spirits say, honey? I'm hearing the spirits say, don't give up. Okay. (laughs) But is this something, do you think that doing the counseling is something that you can be a great contribution to people? When I was first doing it, yes, but um, towards the end, um, there was a problem with the school, and I couldn't go back, and it's been like um, a year now. And I was thinking about going to another school to finish, but it just, I don't, I don't have the um, zen for it, the passion for it. Well, I want to ask you a question or two, if you don't mind. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Did the mix-up at the school impact you emotionally and frustrate you that that might have impacted your zest or your passion for helping people? Yes. So what you're really hanging on to is not the contribution or the gifts that you are to people, but your hurt and your anger. And... um, maybe not having been able to resolve it or not knowing how to resolve it, it kind of sounds like you became frustrated and just threw your hands up in the air. Probably. Well, it sounds like somebody that's a really great pianist, a really great um, Mm -hmm. pianist, right? If they're an amazing musician and somebody says to them, wow, that's pretty crappy, or if somebody says something derogatory to them or or they can't get into the um, the contest or the, you know, the thing at school, you know, that might dampen their spirits or make them feel sad, but that has nothing to do with the, how great they are as a musician or a pianist. Oh, okay. Do you understand? The, yeah. the, uh, the things that happen at the school have no reflection at your skill for being a therapist and helping people. And uh, the question to you is, are you going to let this get in your way of getting your your certificate, your career, and doing what you really want to do? No, but it seems like I have. (laughs) Well, only because you're a human being. Do you understand? You've had uh, an, an experience in life. You've had a normal reaction. You felt like giving up because not knowing how else to handle it. 
And that's not a bad thing. It just means you're a human being, and um, this is what happens to all of us, not just you. All Each and every one of us have had some sort of conflict that we look at it like a huge, giant wall or mountain too high to climb, and then we walk away from something we love doing. So the question to you is, what would it take for you to go back and do it, and is it is it worth it to you to go back and say, hey, I can get over this, or I can... I'll move through this, I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll go to a different school, I'll try this, I'll try that, school online, whatever it is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, can you get, it's, it's really, believe me, it's just like being in a relationship. Can you, you know, recommit yourself and find all these amazing things about this career that you started and that you really love that'll just make your, you know, make your heart mm-hmm. sing? Okay. So it's, it's really what do you want, Liz? And what I heard the spirits say, they said, don't quit. Even though things have been going backwards on you, don't quit. Yes, they have. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I noticed right? that, yes. Mm-hmm. So if you were listening to the show earlier when I was telling Esther about the red taper candle upside down. No, I missed that, and I was going to ask you about that. Okay. So it, there's a lot of candle prayers out there. You know you know mm-hmm. the word witchcraft? Yes. Okay. So when I wanted to be a nun, that was a really evil word. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Think so of a Catholic girl, right? Yes. I, yes. Evil. It's the work of the devil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Yes. Right? And yet in our church rituals, what do we do? We light candles, we say prayers, we ask for God's intervention, right. and we ask for help. So basically, what I learned about Wicca and the word witchcraft is that it's actually uh, an earth uh, religion, and it's one mm-hmm. that preceded yes. Christianity. So, mm-hmm. And that's where the people, like the Native Americans, prayed to the earth, you know, prayed mm-hmm. to uh, the plants, the sun, the wind, you know, all of that. And um, to Gaia, to Mother Goddess, the Earth energy. Mm-hmm. So um, when you know when we really take a fair look at all of that, you know, prayer is prayer is prayer is prayer, and our universal creator is our universal creator. And I kind of right. don't care what you call him or her, or um, mm-hmm. as long as we're asking for help. So. What I have found with the candle magic is it's very exact, very precise. It comes using the um, the lunar cycles. So if you've got a full moon, that's when the energy is building up to the highest. If you've got a, a, a waning moon or a new moon, that's when uh, the energy is at a lesser degree. And you've mm-hmm. got the bring cycle and the release cycle. So, you know, for people to do things um, according to the lunar cycle, there's a lot of energy, Earth's energy, that uh, also goes into the prayers people say. So it's really learning how to pray. Now, that's okay. what I have found. And um, the red tapered candle prayer is one that people can do 24-7, any time of the month, and it's to help release any and all negative energy that's getting in your way of your desired goal. So you'd be filling up okay. things. And um, if you're looking for clarity 
on what you want to do, you would light this red taper candle, but you have to burn it upside down. So you have to cut off a part of the bottom to expose the wick from the bottom. Mm -hmm. And then you've got to melt the wax into the candle holder so the little tiny top end, which is now your new bottom, is going to fit in there, and you've got to hold it until it solidifies and doesn't tip over on you. And then you burn it upside down, and it literally will release the negative energy that's getting in your way of accomplishing certain goals. Oh, wow. i got to try that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure, because... Even even for you, Liz, to say, you know, God, I'd like um, I'd like this negative energy to please be released around my um, fogginess, around do I want to go back into, you know, counseling or not? Because by doing that, mm-hmm. and you keep praying and praying, it's you know, it's like God, I like this or something better according to God's universal plan. And if you suddenly oh have these insights and these epiphanies, or people are coming up to you saying, Oh no, Liz, hey, I need some help here. Would you talk to me, mm-hmm. sister? You're a counselor. Right? Oh, wow. Okay. You get me? Yes, I got you. Okay. So that's the thing that you want to look at. And, again, so many other people have challenges. They've got mountains they've got to climb. And, you know, you want to look at how can you get re-inspired and not let those things be so big that you're going to let them knock you down. Okay. Okay. And, you know, we also have my friend, Dave Gunning. He's an astrologer. He comes on uh, once a month. He comes on my show. He'll be on here, I think, uh, probably it might be next week. Um, And as an astrologer, I want to remind you guys, please call in next week as well because Dave goes, uh, answers your questions through the astrology. I do it psychically. (laughs) He does it through astrology. Make sure you call back and ask the same question and then see what Dave says. That should be interesting. Okay. I okay? <laughs> All right, yes, honey. Yes, I will. Thank you. You Bye. bet. You bet. You're welcome. Bye. I want to remind you guys, too, that if you want a more in-depth reading, you know, this is the work I've been doing over 30 years. I've got a very high accuracy level. You can reach me at area code 219-940-9292. That's 219-940-9292. And also check me out at coffeepsychic.com. There's a lot of information I'm sure you guys will be glad you checked me out. All right. All right, let's see who we have next online. Hello, who's calling? Hello. Hi, Hi who is this? How are you? My name Hi. is Sharon. Okay, and where are you calling from, Sharon? Ohio. Oh, great. <laughs> What's your question tonight? Well, you know what? This past Monday, I had an interview, and I want to see if I have a good chance to get it. I got a positive email from the person who interviewed me today. Sweet. This is going to sound interesting, but I don't want to be upsetting, but why do I see somebody folding their hands and walking away? See see a woman, you said, or see someone? Well, I see somebody, and I don't know... Well, he said he had one more interview in the in, in the email to do. Ah, okay. Well, now you got to let me know because when I when you ask me the question, and again, remember this does not have to be a bad thing. I see somebody going like, "Well, that's it. I'm done," and walking away. Well, I know his his old assistant did that. <clears throat> I don't know. Oh, okay. Just out of the blue. 
Yeah, he had mentioned. I didn't want to go into it, you know, and ask him all kinds of questions. But yes. Wow, very interesting. Okay. I know that. Well, let me ask you this: When do you see me finding the right job? How's that? I am uh, interviewing. I see the number. I see the number three around you. It's either three weeks or three months. And the person that you're going to be working with is going to love you like wildfire. A man? Because you're so good at because you're so good at what you do. Not a love relationship. No, no. Okay. Yeah, I know. This is going to be an oh, amazing work relationship. Oh gosh, I, it's it's dire time. Believe me, I've been looking yeah. for a while. I have a job, but I'm looking to change careers. <clears throat> but you said it's going to be a good, the, the job that I get. It's going to be a good one then. It's, you're going to be you're going to be ridiculously happy. Now you have to remember, if it's not the next one, it'll be the following one. But you are going to be. It's going to be so ridiculous. It's going to be like, thank you, Jesus. You know, where has this job been my whole life? I've been waiting. Timing. I know they all do. Timing, Sharon. I've been looking for like a year for the right one. Wow. Oh, it's. I know. It's. I cannot yeah. believe this. I always. I always make the two, and they hire somebody else. Is it going wow. to be a, a strong company too? Oh, it. It feels like it will. Okay. You okay? Are you there, Sharon? I'm here. I'm like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm here. Oh yeah, I've got four cats. <laughs> oh, that's so. And one just came up and then pulled my phone down with it. Oh, that's so. So funny. um, so yes, it feels like it's going to be a strong company, and it feels like the boss is going to be wonderful. And I just think you're going to be thrilled. So again, how long? And you said you got a three. Yes, three weeks, three months. It's not going to be three years, I promise you, unless there's going to be three in the date, like the thirtieth or um, you know the third, thirteenth. But watch for a three. But the bottom line is, he's it's going to be it's he's it's going to be a good one. Oh, you're going to be so thrilled! It's crazy. Oh gosh, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're Have welcome. a nice and evening. Make sure Thank you. Give me a call back. Okay, let me know. Okay. I'll let. I will. Thank you. God bless you. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. You know, you guys. One of these days, I'm gonna probably just do a show straight on candle magic, so you guys can. You know, you can also. Um, I do candle magic classes, so you can actually call and set up uh, to join a candle magic class, and. Um, it's really great because it shows you how to manifest money, how to manifest love. And, again, remember, we can manifest anything, but, you know, we have to learn how to do it. Um, take your time. It takes practice. You know, I share with people sometimes on, you know, how to manifest love and money. They said, well, I did what you said, and it didn't work. And I said, well, how many times did you do it? And they said, once. I'm like, well, a surgeon doesn't take one class and become a surgeon. What you're doing is you're looking at you're looking at moving the energy around and changing the energy and learning how to focus and create you know the things that you want so um just remember if you're gonna start doing things like moving your energy around, keep doing it, keep doing it and doing it and doing it, and then you'll see results. I promise you all right, so let's see who we have next online. Hello, caller. Hi, Jorian. Hi, Jorian. How are you? 
Good, Katie. I just wanted hey, to. Hey, Katie, how are you? Been a long time, huh? Yeah. Last time we talked, you mentioned Hawaii, and um, yeah. that did happen. <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't get to go. Well, um, I'd love to go, but um, okay. as a matter of fact, if, if you, um, I'm, curious, I'm curious about the finance, they, they have the deadline for the conference. It's on the 21st. So, okay. Um, is it possible? Well, it's, now it's this a, is a, a women's for where, Kay? Hawaii. They're having the Women Business Conference in Hawaii. Like, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, and then they're having this event in Hawaii. But the last time we talked, you had said, oh, I see Hawaii. I don't know why I see it. And um, I said, I don't know either. <laughs> And then um, it just so happened happened that they're having the conference in Hawaii this year. And so I was like, well, but but the deadline is the 21st. And so I was just wondering, would I ever have the money? Do I have the money? What's my financial situation? And would I be able to go? All right, let's take a few questions. I don't know. It is, it is. That's okay, that's okay. What I want to ask you, it, it almost feels like it might be, well, it's, it feels like it's possible, number one. And I don't know if there's anyone that could help you get this, but I, I don't know that your own finances will support this at this time. Does that make sense? Believable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it's just funny that you were you the one that mentioned Hawaii. That's yes, funny. yes. Well, let's take a because sometimes it might not be this, time at Hawaii, but it might be another time at Hawaii. Okay? So let me just yeah. ask if it looks like you're going to go to Hawaii this time. Does this look like Kay is going to go to Hawaii this time? Trip for Kay, trip for Kay, trip for Kay. Tell me when to stop, Kay. Stop. All right. So I'm doing the tarot cards for you right now. Pick one, two, or three. Three. Oh, I knew you were going to pick three. See, the first card says money lost or money upset, and then it's crossed by the tower. <laughs> the tower is kind of disaster and catastrophe. And so that, that right away would probably say it would be really tough. Uh, your psychic mm-hmm. card is here, which says you've got to listen to your intuition. Then in the near future, another money card upside down, I'd have to say it's not looking too good mm. for this time. That's yeah. okay, though, okay. that's this time, okay? So okay. Um, watch for Hawaii still coming in at a later time. Um, but I'd say you'll probably, you'll probably pass this time. Uh, okay, so does that mean that the finance, you said it was the, 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 the tower and something or another? Oh, yeah, so... For the people that don't know, you know, with the tarot cards you've got, the tarot cards is, uh, almost everyone knows about the tarot cards. Um, Mm -hmm. But they're cards, they've got pictures on them, and you interpret the the pictures for what's going on. The spread that I do is called the Celtic spread. So you've got the situation and then what's crossing the situation. And the bottom line is your first card was monetary losses, material setbacks, guard against loss of material goods. So you want to watch your money. If it's crossed by the tower, 
which means things kind of really falling apart. You know, you've got your conscious, unconscious, past, and future. In the future area, it says poor organization of your finances could lead to unpaid bills, debts, and loans. Some care with money is necessary. Some money that's expected might not appear. So you're actually looking at an area where you're saying, can I afford it? This is clearly saying you cannot. So unless somebody else comes in to help you pay for this, you know, even with even if they paid for it for you, could you afford to leave and not make the money that you need to while you're gone on the trip? And then you've got a card that says energy from the outside world coming in, affecting the situation. Well, this situation, if, if it was a money card or the sun, I'd say, hey, somebody's going to come in and help you. But that's not looking pretty good there either. So, And the end result's not so good. So this would be a time for you to kick back and really put your money away, save your money for, you know, for our rainy days, and this would not be the time to spend and go on that vacation. Okay. Well, thank you. I'll let you know if there's another Hawaii thing that pops up. Okay? I know, right? So yeah. you've got to you've got to wait and see when the when the trip for Hawaii is going to be the one that you're going to go on. And listen, Sometimes, I mean, I actually went out to Las Vegas, and my kids paid for it for me. I'd never gone. So sometimes, Kay, we literally have people say, hey, come on, let's go. I'm going to pay for you. But but that's just not this trip, right? All right, right. Okay, well, you have a good evening now, right? All right, honey, you have a great one, too. Thanks for calling, Kay. It was good hearing from you again. Bye-bye. All right, bye now. All right, now we've got one caller here. Theodore, I want to just say thanks to everyone that's called in tonight. And um, we appreciate you guys calling in, asking your questions, and um, just sharing your stories. We just love all of you guys. So uh, this is Jorianne, the Coffee Psychic. This is your psychic connection. And if you want a more in-depth reading, you can call me anytime at area code 219-940-9292. 219-940-9292. Check me out at coffeepsychic.com and make sure you call in with all of your psychic stories. All right, we're going to go to our last caller here tonight and let's see who we have online. Hello, caller. Hello, Jorianne. Yes, who is this? Hi, Jorianne. This is Michelle. Michelle! How are you? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. What's going on with you? How are you? Oh, my goodness, I'm so great. What what question do you have, honey? I I want to know if when will I see my friend Anthony? Okay, so this is for Anthony. Let's take a peek. All right. Now, Anthony, um has he not been around for a while or um we have met. We have um talked several years back, and then um, I ended that. Well, he's from another country. He's from Canada. From no, Vancouver. you know what I just heard? Stop, stop. I heard Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Which is Canada. Is he in Vancouver or just Canada? No, Vancouver. He is in Vancouver. Told you. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so I heard Vancouver, and, and so it looks Go ahead. So what happened was I had a really strong uh, connection with him. Almost feels like when I 
we were doing Skyping and everything like that. And this is about nine years ago. And it just didn't really work out because there's, he was still living at home and blah, blah, blah. And I was, we were wanting to have a relationship, but however, and start something new. But however, the thing was, is that, um, living at home with his mother, yeah. you know, uh-huh. and he didn't want to leave his mother. Yeah. So I ended yeah. it. So now I yeah. even, um, in, in that course of that time, I sent him some candies from, for Valentine's day. And, um, Valentine's came around, you know, this year and I was in Walmart and I, and I walked by the heart, the Reese's heart that I sent him. And I was like, I wonder what he's doing. And so I, I, Scrambled home. I went in my old phone, flip phone, that I found. I had to charge it up, and and I got the number, and I texted him, and he responded back. And I couldn't believe that he still had the same number after eight wow. years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and and it took um um how should I say? Uh, he was really excited, you know, to. That I talked to him and everything like that, and um, I just want to say it, it. And we talked uh, recently on the phone, but I want to see if he would come here. When he would come here. Well, it kind of feels like it feels like June or September. If he doesn't come by then, then he probably won't. Okay. So June or September. June. Or September. Those seem like the opportune times that he could make it in if he can. And if he can make it in, then then you guys will will be meeting in person. But it also seems like um, he's got a lot of other things going on in his life right now also. But he's been at some crossroads himself. So... Um, so is it, it money? Money situation. Oh, it there's, money situation there's a lot of emotional things that I think he's gone through. A lot of emotional things. I I know that for my because uh, insecurities and all that stuff that over the years, you know. Um, yeah, I would I would see if you can make it, Michelle. If you can work with him to see if he can come in by June or September, there might be something there that could you know, become alive. But it to me, it also feels like he's got to work on himself. Like he's got a lot of stuff going on that he really has to take care of for himself and that you can't do for him. You just can't. But what about if I go there? Um, you could possibly do that too. Or do you think yeah. it's best for him to come out here first? Well, no, either either or, either way. Either way. Either way. But I, I kind of want to warn you not to have your expectations set too high. That's what I want to tell you. Okay. Because that's what it feels like. But you know what? This this is the end of our show right now. If you want to give me a call for a, for a longer reading, let me know. Yes, I will. All right, honey. I will. All right. I'll see it you soon. It was great talking okay. to you again. Okay. Okay. You take right. things. All right, big hugs. All right, bye. Bye now. Good night, everybody.